Life Christian Centre is a church located in the city of Adelaide. It is made up of people from different backgrounds and walks of life who have been transformed through a relationship with Jesus Christ. For more information, visit us online at www.life-church.com.au Well, it's been so good to uh, worship the Lord together. And now let's go uh, to the Word of God. If you have your Bibles, please turn with me to Proverbs uh, chapter 3. And I'm going to read a familiar passage of Scripture. Uh, It's verses uh, 5 and 6. That's uh, Proverbs chapter 3. And I'm reading uh, verses 5 and 6. The Word of God says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. Uh, In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. So that's trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. Let's pray. Father, we come before you at this time in the name of Jesus. Just as we go to your word, I just pray that there would be a a spirit of wisdom and revelation so that as we look at this word, Father, we would gain understanding, a revelation of that which you want to impart into our lives even today. Father, we bind every spirit of fear and intimidation. Just let there be freedom even as I share the word and even as we receive the word today. Father, above all else, uh, what our heart's desire is, is that you would speak to us. Even in these times that we're living in, above all else, what we need, Lord, is a word from you. So speak to us, Lord God, I pray. Our hearts are ready to hear from you. Father, forgive us of our sins. Forgive us of our trespasses. Father, we want to honor you in everything that we do, and we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So good to be able to join with you today uh, as we look at the Word of God. I want to say that we're Living in unprecedented times, I think, is a major understatement. Uh, Just when we think that things uh, can't get any worse, uh, the situation seems to be getting even harder. Uh, Seeing shops closed, our uh, roads empty, uh, people lining up to get unemployment benefit. Uh, It's the reality that we're living in, even right now. And I don't think uh, we're right at the bottom of this just yet. Um, Big question for us is, You know, how do we handle these times? How do we handle these times? Uh, Well, last week we looked at the book of Proverbs and we talked about uh, the value of having wisdom in our lives. Our key verse says, wisdom is the principal thing. This is Solomon speaking and he's saying, therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. In other words, what Solomon is saying is that above everything else, make sure that you have wisdom in your life, and we talked last week about you know how we can uh, develop wisdom in our lives. If ever there's a time where we need it, it's when we're going through a difficult stage in our lives. If if ever there's a a, a time uh, that we need wisdom, it's right now. It's right. It's today. Uh, it's what's going to protect us as we're going through a challenging season. But the question, I guess, is how does wisdom uh, protect us? Well, one of the things that wisdom does is it encourages us to stand on the Word of God. Listen, listen to what Jesus says. He says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. There's the word wisdom. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because its foundation was on the rock. 
And Jesus is speaking about uh, a wise man who, who builds uh, on the rock. And the rock in this particular case that Jesus is speaking about is the Word of God. It's the promises of God. It's the truths outlined in Scripture. And contrast that with the fool. There it is again. It's kind of the same themes as the book of Proverbs. It says, but everyone who hears these words of mine and doesn't put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. And then the rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house. It's not talking about rain. It's not talking about streams. It's not talking about winds there. It's talking about adverse circumstances in our life. And Jesus said, and it fell down with a great crash. And of course, it's not speaking about a house here. It's actually speaking about our lives. And it's saying that when we build our house, our lives on the Word of God, then when the storms come, when the challenges come, um, then our life is going to be able to stand. You see, trials have the capacity to test uh, our faith or the foundations of our life. And we need to be careful that we don't allow our thoughts and our emotions uh, to get the better of us. Uh, the question is, how do, how do we do that? Well, what Jesus is saying is, is in, in this text, what Jesus is saying in this passage is that we do that by standing on the truths of God's Word. We do that by standing on the promises of God's Word. So, so what I want to do today is give you one of the great promises that come out of the book of Proverbs. Um, we know the Scripture, but I pray uh, it's going to encourage us today uh, as we're facing the circumstances uh, in our lives, in our city, our nation, and the world. We read in our text, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. And in all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will make your paths straight. Uh, the Passion Translation says this. It says, Trust in the Lord completely, and do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on Him to guide you, and He will lead you in every decision that you need to make. Don't lean on your opinions, but lean on the Word of God, and He will help you and guide you. The message translation is also powerful. It says, trust God from the bottom of your heart, don't try and figure out everything on your own, how, how, how many times we try to do that. Listen for God's voice in everything that you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who's going to keep you on track. So what I want to do is just simply break up this scripture into uh, four different phrases. There are four key phrases in, in, in this scripture, and, uh, and let's look at each particular one. Uh, today. But the first thing that Solomon encourages us to do is put our trust in God. It says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. And um, it's quite a few key words just in that particular uh, phrase right there. That, you know, the first, first key word, one of the things I do as I read scripture is I, I circle key words and trust is, is, is one of the words there. It's a key word. Uh, the word Lord there is also really important. It's capitalized. Uh, L-O-R-D, so I would circle that one. And, and then, of course, there's your heart, which is speaking about, you know, our emotions and our thoughts. It's trust in the Lord with all of your heart. One of, one of my prayers uh, that I've been praying uh, recently 
is, Lord, increase my faith. It's one of the prayers I pray every single day. It's, Lord, increase my faith. And one of the things that God has been speaking to me about lately is uh, to, to trust Him more, um, to, to, to have more faith in God. I, I believe it's an area that we can all grow in, um, uh, our, our trust in God, our faith in God. And I've got to admit, I like to be just a little bit in control. And um, trust is about relinquishing control and saying to God, um, I'm going to give the control over to you. Uh, so often we are like the backseat drivers. You know, the backseat drivers always know how to drive better, which is the best place to go, and so on, and, and so on. And, and, and so often we, we, we don't want to be in the backseat. We want, we want to be in the front seat. We want, to, we want our hands on the steering wheel. And God, God is saying, uh, trust me, and I'm going to see you through. So often we say, if only God would speak to me, then, then, then I would trust him. You know, if I, were, if I would just get a word from God, then, then, then I, would, I would trust him. And many times God does speak to us, but still we don't trust him. Uh, he has certainly spoken through his word, and we don't always believe the promises of his word. We always make excuses. Well, I understand the word of God says that, but I'm not really sure that it applies to me. Um, the story that brought this home for me was a story about uh, the people of Israel God had delivered them out of Egypt in a, in a miraculous way, in a, in, a, in a powerful way. They'd seen miracles, um, signs and wonders. God had parted the Red Sea, uh, defeated the Egyptians. They were on the, the other side. They were singing songs unto God. It was just, it was just an amazing thing. They'd seen God do uh, incredible things. Uh, then, then they get to the other side of, of the Red Sea and they were like a three-day journey into the promised land. God had taken them out of Egypt because he wanted to bring them into the promised land. And they were just a few days out of, of entering into that which God had promised them. Well, uh, they send in uh, 12 spies, as we know, and two have a good report, but 10 have a bad report. Uh, 10 of the spies come back and they say, well, the giants are, uh, are enormous. Um, uh, the people are strong. I don't, think, I don't think we're going to be able to defeat them. And who did the people of Israel believe? Um, did they believe the guys with the, with the bad report or did they believe the guys with the good report? Did they believe the word of God or did they believe what these negative spies were saying? The Bible tells us they actually believed the 10 spies who had brought a bad report and listen, listen to what the Bible says. The Lord said to Moses, How long would these people treat me with contempt? How long would they refuse to believe in me in spite of all the signs I have performed among them? God is saying, well, well, what else do I need to do so that you can trust me? Now, the people of Israel spent 40 years going in circles, not because God didn't speak to them, not because God had not spoken, they failed to enter into the promised land because they did not believe the promise of God. They, they failed to trust God. They, they, they failed to trust that God could help them in this situation. And because of that, they, they ended up spending 40 years turning, running around in circles. That's the power of faith. 
That's, that's the power of trust. Uh, and it may, may, made me understand how important this is. Solomon is saying, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Put your faith in God. When you're afraid, trust him. When you're anxious, put your trust in God. When you're not sure what to do, put your trust in God. When the world is screaming messages of doom and gloom, we're going to declare our faith is in God. Now, that's not some crazy kind of hype statement. I certainly don't want that to sound like that. Um, we understand things are, things are tough in the world right now. We understand we need to take care of ourselves. We understand social isolation and the importance of following uh, some of the wisdom that the, the government uh, and the authorities are giving us to do. We certainly do the best we can. But above all of that, our trust and faith is in God. Uh, our faith is not in a religion. Our faith is not in a person in a church. It's trust in the Lord with all your heart. God is in control. And friends, that gives us a, a great deal of assurance in life. He is sovereign. He is above all. He is all-knowing. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and the end. Nothing catches God by surprise. He is bigger than you and me. He can lead and he can guide and he can direct and he can protect us according to his purposes. The, the Bible, Bible says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. And we do that because he's proven himself faithful again and again and again. We need to declare in the midst of uncertainty, in the midst of distress, we need to declare, I choose to put my trust in God. Psalm 91 is being quoted quite a bit in this time. It says, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him Will I trust? It's a declaration that the psalmist makes. He says, my God, in, in him will I trust. Surely he will deliver you from the foulest snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find shelter. And it's the psalmist making a declaration in the midst of everything that's going on, in the midst of the anxiety, in the midst of the fears, in the midst of the negative messages. You know, I'm, I'm going to put my trust in God because I know he's going to see me through. Second thing that Solomon says is don't lean on your own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. We, we can't trust God uh, if we are leaning on our own understanding. Because so often our understanding is at odds with the truth of God. Either we trust in God or we trust in our understanding. Uh, leaning has the sense of putting your whole weight on something. It's resting on or, or trusting in that. Um, my mum recently uh, had, uh, had a fall and had a, a small fracture uh, in her hip. And uh, she's currently using a, a walker uh, to help her walk. And, and that's what the scripture is, is saying here is, 
is uh, uh, lean not on your own understanding. It's the walker that's helping her to actually walk. Now, either we're going to lean on our understanding to help us, or we're going to trust in God. It's one or the other. And as I said before, so often our wisdom is at odds with God's wisdom. We know the story of Peter walking on water. The disciples are in the boat. Jesus is walking on the water. And Peter says uh, to Jesus, he says, um, you know, bid me to come to you. Uh, I want to walk on the water as well. And uh, Jesus says to him, come. Has a very clear word from Jesus. And as he had his eyes on Jesus, he walked on the water. But the Bible says, but when he saw the wind and was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, uh, save me. It's, it's when he took his eyes off of Jesus and brought his eyes onto the wind that he was afraid and he began to sink. Immediately Jesus reached out, says the Bible, his hand and caught him. Notice what he says. He says, you have little faith. Why did you doubt? As soon as Peter took his eyes off of Jesus, as soon as he saw the waves, he started to sink. And we, we need to be careful that we don't lean on our own understanding. Now notice Solomon doesn't say don't use your understanding. It says don't lean on your understanding. And those two can be completely different. Don't base your life on your understanding, on human understanding, on human thoughts. Because our thoughts are often in direct contrast to the Lord's thoughts. So often how we see our circumstances is not how God sees our circumstances. So often what we think to be true is not what God knows is true. Um, we're about to head towards Easter and, you know, uh, the whole crucifixion to some people looked like one thing, uh, but to God, it was something completely different. To the disciples, it looked like it was the end. It was finished. They'd crucified Jesus. There he was uh, hanging on a cross. It looked like it was the end, but it wasn't the end at all. It was all part of God's plan. Jesus rose from the dead. One of my prayers in this crisis has been, Lord, help me to see this whole situation through your eyes. In other words, how, how, are, how are you seeing the situation that's happening in the world? Because that's the way I want to see it. Now, there's some interesting things happening in the world. There's, uh, there's a pandemic, of course. There's locust plagues uh, heading towards the Middle East, earthquakes in Croatia and do you, do you think that God is in heaven stressed? <laughs> I said the other day, do you think, do you think God is, uh, God is uh, disinfecting his hands? And, you know, do, you, do you think God is worried about this pandemic that's happening in the world? I don't think so. I don't know what, what is happening and I don't know why this is happening. What I do know is that God is in control and I choose by the grace of God, to put my trust in him. The Bible says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways 
and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Sometimes what's happening in our life may seem challenging, but what God sees is something completely different. Solomon goes on to say, in all your ways, acknowledge him. It's another great scripture here which tells us how we can put our trust in him. Learn to acknowledge him in all your ways. Learn to acknowledge God in everything that you do. As you're thinking about the decisions that you need to make, um, make sure that God is in it. Don't leave God out of the decision. Don't leave the principles of God out of that decision. Don't leave God's truth out of the picture. Um, Pray and cry out to God. Seek his direction. Seek the wisdom of God. Seek the presence of God. Get a word from God for what it is that you're going through or the decision that you need to make. David said, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light uh, to my path. Uh, God's word is the is, 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 protects us, it, it guides us and leads us. We, we, don't, we don't quite understand that today, but back in Bible times, there were no street lights to kind of protect the people as they were walking. And if they were walking in the dark, it was quite easy that they might get off track or that they might fall in a, in a hole that they couldn't see. Um, and that's the imagery that, that uh, David is using in this particular scripture. He's saying, your word is a, is a lamp to my feet. In other words, it protects us from making wrong decisions. It protects us from actually going in the wrong path. In all your ways, acknowledge him. God is interested in the decisions that you're making. And he wants to guide you and he wants to lead you and he wants to help you. Solomon goes on to say, and he will make your path straight. If you put your trust in God, he will make your paths straight for you. In other words, he'll guide you, lead you, direct you, uh, bless you he will guide you along the path that is safest and smoothest bring you to the destination where he wants you to go and be to me that speaks about the will of God if you put your trust in God um, he, he will guide you he will lead you he will show you which which path um, to take a scripture that I often quote is delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart it's put God first acknowledge God do things God's way live your life according to the principles of his word um, and he will give you the desires of your heart in other words he'll lead you along a path that will lead to life and and uh, and purpose Isaiah says this uh, this is Isaiah 42 16 it says and I will lead the blind by ways they have not known Uh, Along unfamiliar paths, I will guide them. I will turn the darkness into light before them and make the rough places smooth. These are the things I will do. Uh, I will not forsake them. Again, it's a a scripture that's full of promise um, that when we trust God, uh, he's going to lead us uh, through the dark places of life, along paths we've never walked on, He's going to bring light, which speaks of truth and uh, will smoothen the way ahead of us. Um, I, I like the way that he says that he would lead the blind by ways that have, have not known. Um, m- many times in our life, we look at the situations and even what we're facing today and we're saying, I, I just can't see how we're going to get through this. I just can't see any way out of this situation. I, I, we, we, are, we are not uh, physically blind. We can see with our eyes 
but we can't see our way ahead. Notice what God says. He says, I will lead the blind by ways they have not known. He's the one who's going to lead us. Uh, these are the things I will do. I will not forsake them. One of, one of the phrases that jumps out as I look at this scripture is, is the I wills. And, you know, God says, I will lead them. I will turn the darkness into light. I, I will do. I will not forsake them. Um, I, I'll be with them. I'll guide and I will lead. And that's a promise from God to you and to me that even as we're facing what we're facing, it's going to lead us and guide us. So let's bring this home for us today and how do we apply this into our lives even with what we're going through uh, today because these are difficult days filled with so much uncertainty. Um, and as I think about uh, the church and uh, in the natural, I, I, I can certainly start to get worried and anxious. Um, as I think about, you know, just uh, the speed at which things have happened over the last uh, week or so uh, it's it's been incredible and um and and so as i as i look at that in the natural uh, i can start to get worried and, and anxious what happens if we can't start services for a year what happens if we're going to stay like this for for a very long time what's going to happen what happens if people lose their jobs uh, in the church what happens to the staff what happens to the building? What happens if one of us gets the virus and the list can go on and on and on as we think about all the things that could go wrong and all the things that could happen? If I start thinking in the natural, um, I can fall into a really deep hole. What helps me through these uncertain times is to know that God is in control, that he's given us a promise and he says, trust me he says he says put your trust in me and i'll see you through now we do need to do our best we will respond to the circumstances with wisdom and planning and foresight we will follow the directives of the government social isolation disinfecting our hands and so on and so on we we will do everything we will do everything we possibly can in the natural but ultimately our trust is in god it's not my church. This is God's church. Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against her. That the ultimate responsibility for the church doesn't rest with, with me or with our leadership team. The ultimate responsibility for the church rests with God. And I think he's got everything under control. Ultimate responsibility for our lives is going to rest with God and I'm going to say, okay, Lord, you know exactly what's happening in my life. You know I'm going to trust you. And as much as my thoughts are, and my emotions are screaming at me to, to take control and take matters into my own hands, I'm going to resist that temptation by the grace of God. And I, I will declare with faith, I choose to put my trust in God. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to trust God through this circumstance. Maybe there are some of you uh, listening to the message today and you're saying, Pastor Joe, I, I, I've got strong doubts, fears, um, overwhelming anxiety. Um, if that's you, can I just encourage you not to deny your doubts. Don't, don't pretend that they're not there. Um, 
Don't, don't um, deny the reality of what you're thinking or feeling. I don't believe that's scripture or biblical. Don't be embarrassed by those thoughts or those feelings. The greatest thing that we can do is acknowledge what we're experiencing and bring it to God. And one, one of the things that we need to pray is, Lord, increase my faith and allow the peace of God to guard my heart. So it's, Lord, we, we come into the presence of God and we begin to cry out to God and say, God, you know, my heart is filled with fear. My heart is filled with anxiety. Lord, I, 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 I don't know what's going to happen. Lord, I've, I, you know, some of you have lost your jobs in relation to, to what's happening in the world. And, and Lord, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to get through the next three months or the next six months, Lord God. Am I going to get a job at the end when all of this, 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 this fails? And we acknowledge the reality of those fears, those, the, the, the reality of those emotions. But in the midst of all of, of, all of that, we say, Hey, Lord, but in the end, my trust is in you, Lord God. I know that you're going to see me through. I know that you're going to guide me. I know that you're going to protect me. I know that you're going to make a way where there doesn't seem to be a way. And I want you to know without a shadow of a doubt that my trust and faith is in you. So Solomon says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, in all your ways, God is interested in every aspect of our lives. Acknowledge him. Bring him into all of those areas of your life. And he will make your paths straight. He will show you a path through that situation. For the word of God says, no temptation has seized you except what is common to man. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear but when you are tempted or when you are tested, he will also provide a way through that so that you can stand up under it. And I, I just pray that these words would encourage us. I pray that we would be like the wise people that Jesus was speaking about, that we would build our house, our life on the principles of the word of God, that we will trust in God. Because I'm, I, I know that as we do that, he will see us through. Let's pray together. Father, we come before you at this time in the name of Jesus. And I, I just thank you for your word, the promises of your word. I thank you that your word is, is powerful. This is not just some book uh, like every other book on our shelves. Father, this is, this is your word. Uh, your word uh, inspired by the Holy Spirit, Lord. And and, I, and I, just, I just thank you that your word is living and active. And it's able to bring hope and, and faith into our lives, Lord God. And I just pray that this word would not, would not just be another word, it would, that, that this message would not just be an, an, another, another sermon, another speech, Lord God. But I just pray that by the Holy Spirit, that this word would become a revelation in our hearts that this word would become uh, part of a foundation upon which we build our lives, Lord God. So that as the winds come and, and the streams rise and the floods come, Lord God, that our life will not be shaken because we've made a decision to build our house on your word, our life on your word. And so we bind every work of the enemy, every strategy of the enemy, every fear, every anxiety, every discouragement, 
Father, we come against that in the name of Jesus. Your word says, resist the devil and he shall flee from you. And we take authority over every thought and every emotion that is not of you, Lord God. Be glorified in and through our lives, we pray. And this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you.